where do I find the best deals for a quick turnaround? The answer is in the question, Grasshopper. Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi, property sourcing profiteers and anybody out there sourcing property for profit, trying to serve your investors in this wonderful business that we call property, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back, people who are my my loved, much beloved subscribers. Welcome, welcome back. Anyone new to uh, property sourcing profits, uh, my podcast, welcome, welcome uh, to you as well. So what do I have for you today? This is what I have for you. Uh, A question I was asked during the week, David, I'm just starting my deal packaging business. What is my goldmine area? Where do I work? Where do I go? So this particular gentleman who spoke to me uh, is an experienced property professional, right? So I'm going to do two levels here. Stick with me, team, whether you're experienced or you're brand new. I'm going to have something in this episode for experienced people, plus then I'm going to talk about What if, David, I've never done it before, I have no idea where to go, where should I go? Okay, I'm going to help you guys as well. So what is your goldmine area? This was the way the the question was framed to me by an experienced property person. There's experienced property people listening to this, and you should. You should be doing deal packaging, even if it's not your main strategy. You should be packaging deals, because if you're experienced, then you're being sent stuff from all of your contacts, uh, there might be deals for you, they're intended for you, but at the end of the day, they're great for everybody else as well. So you need you need to look at that as well. Uh, so uh, here we go. How, how do I start if I'm experienced? Uh, should I look in areas where I get the best deals for myself or should I look in areas where I get uh, the best deals for investors? Interesting question. Where do I find the best deals for a quick turnaround? David, I want to get going quickly in deal packaging. I need uh, to turn this around quickly. I need to make some money quickly. How do I do it? The answer, as a wise man just said, is in the question, Grasshopper. He did. That's what he said. The answer is in the question. Look within. Okay. So am I looking in areas where I get the best deals for myself or for my investors? Interesting. What? Where do I find the best deals for a quick turnaround? Here's the answer, guys. The best deals for a quick turnaround are in an area where you have contacts, you've got uh, boots on the ground, you've got contractors, you've got letting agents, you've got contacts with estate agents, great uh, relationships with them. And those are the people who will have helped you build your own portfolio. So I would go straight to the area where I've built my own portfolio, uh, and then I would leverage those contacts to try and find great deals for my investors. Now, that's actually what I did. When I started off buying in Manchester, I leveraged all the contacts I built up by my own portfolio, right, to help me source properties for my deal packaging clients, okay? Uh, And sometimes it was the other way around. So for me... I started on a deal packaging journey perhaps a little bit earlier than this particular gentleman who's asked me the question. He's focused solely on building his own portfolio. But for me, I knew I was viewing loads and loads of houses, right? But what I didn't know 
was uh, what to do with the ones that I didn't want to buy. But I knew I had a resource there. I just didn't know how to channel it. Now I know how to channel it. So the best deals for a quick uh, turnaround are on your doorstep where you are buying your properties today. Go and work with the estate agents that you have built relationships with. Go so, And also, if you buy in those areas, you can uh, open the door for your investors to use your contractors, uh, all the local letting agents that you use, all the local resources that you've built up. So the quickest turnaround, if you're experienced, is to work on your patch uh, and I would go about it in as if you were looking for deals for yourself, right? Because we want to sell good deals, right? Um, but maybe your criteria have sharpened a little bit since you started, okay? So deals that you actually bought maybe two, three, five years ago, possibly you wouldn't buy today because you've got more experience, you've got more educated. Those are the deals that you are still very viable for investors. If you'd have bought them yourself four or five years ago, um, then they're pretty good deals, right? Uh, I recently went to look at a project to buy for myself, myself and the present Mrs. S. I mean, the numbers were pretty compelling, right? And I found on site, when I went to view it, a good friend of mine who is very, very experienced in property, who was having a look at the same project, crunching the same numbers. Um, and I knew he'd moved on now. I knew it really didn't fit his criteria today because he's doing really big stuff. Big, big stuff, right? And sure enough, that was the way the conversation unfolded. So I wondered why he was looking at it. And he said to me, David, this is a great deal. Five years ago, I would have done this deal, right? But I've moved on to bigger stuff now. Uh, so what does that tell me, team? It tells me that if I'm looking to buy it myself, I get comfort from that, right? Somebody with experienced eyes has looked over it. But also, if I'm looking to package it onto other people, I do it in the full confidence that a really experienced uh, professional property investor I've got great regard for would have done the deal as well. Okay, so if you're experienced, that's cool. Now, all the new people out there, new people listening to this podcast episode, what do you do? Well, there's two or three things ways you can go about it. First thing you should do is find out about your area. Find out what's going on out there. Find out the sort of information that uh, investors need to know if they are going to invest where you are working. So I moved, quite unusual, I moved my deal packaging business for obvious reasons, logistics, from Manchester to Peterborough. But it meant that I was kind of starting again in Peterborough. So to all intents and purposes, I was kind of new, right? And I had to work out what it was that Peterborough had to offer. So I'm going to use Peterborough as the example because I've got real things, right, to share with you. Uh, but in your area, you will have re real things. Have a look, make, have a listen through the type of things I'm talking about. Maybe you can find similar sort of information for your area. All of the stuff I'm going to share with you is quite interesting. <laughs> Peterborough's interesting, really. Yeah, well, it is interesting if you want to buy property there, you want to make a property investment there. Okay, so this is the type of information. So I'm new, right? Uh, I'm brand new. I haven't got Dave's property experience, right? I'm new to deal packaging. I'm sitting down with a potential investor. What do I share? This is the sort of information I would share. So Peterborough, um, did you know? I didn't know when I started. 
that the population of Peterborough, the city of Peterborough, is over 200,000 people now. Now, uh, try and get a trust team. Uh, the truth of that is I didn't know Peterborough was that big. If you told me it was half that big, I would have believed you. Uh, but 200,000 people, that's quite a big city in the UK, and I had no idea about that. My investors won't have any idea about that. What does that mean? It means that the infrastructure for 200,000 people is bigger than for 100,000 people, uh, which is a good thing. People who want to get around town, all of the services, the, the backup, the support, the health service, the travel, that sort of thing helps. It is there, right? Um, Peterborough, 200,000 people, and it's growing, growing very, very rapidly. House prices. Now, some of us who are from the progressive family will know this, right? But not everyone that listens to the podcast is from the progressive family. So uh, we know this about Peterborough because we've been to progressive towers and we've actually seen the little pictures on the wall, hundreds of houses that Robert Mark bought in 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, right? Over six, 700 houses. Here's the thing about house prices in Peterborough. We've got a proven track record that house prices in Peterborough have doubled over the last 10 years. Even with a property crash in 2008, house prices have doubled over the last 10 years. So how can we say that with such certainty? Because Robert Mark did all the work for us, right? They've got pictures of those six, 700 houses, however many houses there are, and they were paying 60, 70 grand for those houses. And those houses today, 130 to 160 grand. They are, because I'm in the market today trying to source them for my investors we all know what Robert Mark paid for them. You can look it up on uh, Rightmove. It's not a secret, right? Land registry. So we've got a proven track record in Peterborough of house prices doubling over the last 10 years, even in a property crash. So uh, obviously past performance, no guarantee to the future. I, I get all that. But, you know, that is pretty strong ground. Uh, an investor getting ready to invest in Peterborough will get comfort from that. Now, what are the numbers where you are based? What are the numbers in your property business? What can you show? Um, I very carefully didn't use the word promise because we are not promising future performance. I want to make that clear. But what can you show has happened in the past? If they buy, this is being recorded early 2020. If they buy in 2020, what are the house prices going to be in 2030? Is this a good place to invest? Is your area a good place to invest? I I'm fully confident that my area, in terms of capital appreciation, will serve the investors who buy today. But the other, the other, flip the coin, right? The other point that we need to consider when talking about house prices is cash flow. So um, what do you mean, Dave? What I mean is if you buy a house on Kensington High Street today, and you should, if you can afford it, it's absolutely where you should be investing today. Uh, you're going to get capital growth, probably as strong as anywhere in the United Kingdom over the next 10 years. However, you're not going to get a lot of cash flow. Single lets on Kensington High Street, gross yields, 2 3%, maybe if you're lucky, 3%. All right. um, so you've got the challenge of producing enough cash from the investment to keep you on uh, track until capital growth starts to kick in, right? Um, the thing about Peterborough and Check this out for your areas. This isn't, an, <laughs> this isn't a, a podcast ad for Peterborough, right? I'm telling you the process you should go through for your town, okay? 
Uh, the thing about Peterborough is we can still today, even with those price rises, find great cash flowing deals. So the sort of deals that I'm finding with my colleague, Adam Seal, we're working for progressive let sourcing, um, single lets, we are still finding in parts of Peterborough, and you've got to know the parts, and you've got to have the connections with the agents, right? And we've got that. We've built that. Uh, we're still getting gross yields in excess of 8%. We recently did great little ex-council flat, and it is good ex-council, not rough ex-council, if you know what I mean. Good ex-council, uh, we got up to 9% gross yield. So we're still finding that in certain parts of Peterborough. The main city of Peterborough, if you go into the main city, gross yields could be as low as 6 6.5%. That's, you know, the, the majority of stuff that you see. Um, but if you're yielding 6 6.5%, and if you can engineer whatever finance and other costs of ownership that you have to run the thing, with the confidence in the back of your mind that over 10 years capital growth is going to kick in and um, that becomes more important than the cash flow. So cash flow is great, right? But what makes us wealthy is capital growth. That is a huge plus for Peterborough. Now, where you are, have a look at the numbers. Go, go and see Mr. Google, ask him the numbers, download loads of stuff. All I did was download loads of stuff about Peterborough, anything I can find. And sometimes I didn't find it first time and I'm added to it over a period of time. So house prices, um, cash flow. What are you going to be able to do for your investors where you are? If you're new, make sure you know these numbers. Put them in your portfolio for when you sit down and have a cup of coffee. First time out with your investors. David, what can you do for me? I want to invest in the city. How does it roll? There's more. Okay. Um Logistics, right? Uh, we are 47 minutes on the train from King's Cross. Currently today, the fast train from Peterborough to King's Cross, in the heart of London, 47 minutes. Now, there's talk, and I'm sure it will come, of reducing that to 38 minutes, which is yeah, nine minutes of your life given back. But do you know what? 47 minutes is pretty cool. Why is that pretty cool? Because we are very firmly in commuter belt there very firmly. If you go 47 minutes the other side, to the south of King's Cross, you are definitely in commuter belt there. But the thing about the house prices 47 minutes the other side of King's Cross is they are four, five, six times higher than they are in Peterborough. So what does that tell us? So does that tell us, can we extrapolate from the distance from King's Cross uh, that our house prices are going to rise exponentially. When we are 38 minutes from the heart of London, does that mean there's going to be pressure on house prices to go up? Now, we don't know the answer. Uh, I'm kind of thinking that it will, you know, um, go anywhere else. So what I would do, and it's going to be different where you are, but if you're in Manchester, Leeds, Newcastle, any of the great cities in the United Kingdom, Bristol today, right, Find out about commuter times. Find out how many people commute. Find out about the cost of commuting. Find out about the um, lifestyle that people can live 47 minutes away from the heart of the city, whichever city it is. And that will give you an idea of the potential of your particular town, um, dormitory town, if you like, with respect to the big city that you're going to try and get to. If you are 47 minutes to the heart of Manchester Piccadilly, to the heart of Liverpool, to the heart of Leeds, to the heart of Bristol, 
to the heart of Southampton, working my way around the country in my head, right? Certainly to the heart of London, uh, then you've got a great offer. Just make out, make sure you know what the numbers are. If you're new, it's just another factor you need to look at. What regeneration is programmed for your city or has it happened already? So I dealt with this when I was up in Manchester. We had regeneration. Uh, some of it got delayed a lot. Some of it's happening now when it was promised back in 2004, 2005. Uh, the city centre in Manchester's had a lot of regeneration, but outlying areas around the M60, it's gone in fits and starts, but it's happening now. Even in Oldham, my old hunting ground, lots of regeneration happening today that we were promised back in 2004, 5, 6. Peterborough, you've only got to go and stand in Cathedral Square in the middle of Peterborough. And you will see the investment that's been made. All the new shops, all the new pedestrianised areas, the new car park, shopping centres. That sort of stuff is what people, investors, need to see. So if you're new, working out what your offer is for investors, make sure you have a look at that. Regeneration, investment in your town or city. Layer all these things on. None of them are on their own. None of these things on their own are, are the clincher for an investor, right? But if you layer it on so that the strength of the argument, even if you haven't packaged a deal yet, we are selling the area now. We're not selling houses, right? So put it, put you, put it in your portfolio. Get the argument together why investors should invest where you are. I'll go on. I'm still talking about Peterborough, right? Employment. So basically, 200,000 people living in Peterborough, uh, unemployment rates are very, very low, okay? If you want a job, if you want a job in Peterborough, you can get a job. So the jobs market is really, really cool. Um, there's plenty of employed people. Why is that important? Uh, because it means in the investor's head that they don't have to get involved with the universal credit sector unless they are motivated to do that. And some people are motivated to do that. I get, I get that. I was very involved in um, local housing allowance you see myself when I uh, started out as a landlord in and around Manchester. But at some point, I found it all too difficult. So I'm now committed to working people. In Peterborough, it's very easy to source property where working people will live and want accommodation. So that's important for investors to go uh, to know. Um, in fact, Peterborough was recently listed, and I just found this on Google, right? as the second best performing city in the United Kingdom for jobs. Second best. Don't ask me what the first best was. I didn't look. Okay. Um, so, Peterborough, way up there. I am just sort of loading the gun. I'm layering on argument over after argument as to why you might want to invest, in this instance, in Peterborough, but substitute the name of your town or city. Um, you, you're starting to get it now. Okay. Future generation. What's going on? Future regeneration. Future investment in the city. So we are promised in Peterborough uh, an upgrade to the university. There's going to be a university campus in uh, Peterborough in the next two, three years. They're planning to bring 2,000 students into the city. So it's going to be young. It's going to be vibrant. Uh, they're going to need accommodation. Certainly, in the early years, because uh, those of you working in property all around the UK will know that in many towns and cities in the UK, universities are now building their own purpose-built accommodation. 
and that's putting a big stress on student HMO landlords who historically um, have provided accommodation for students, and now suddenly their accommodation is not needed anymore, so they've got to refocus, uh, retarget, uh, sometimes uh, physically alter their HMOs into flats or something like that because the market has disappeared. However, the university uh, and the places in Peterborough will be available before the accommodation's built. So we've got three, four, five years when if you want to go into the student market and service that, might be a really interesting place to go. But you must be aware that in some at some point, thing might change purpose-built uh, accommodation for students. So I hope, this is, I hope this has been helpful. What I've tried to do, let me summarize, what I've tried to do is to explain to you how you find your investment area where you can best serve your investors. So if you are experienced, what you need to do is leverage your own contacts in your own areas where you've been buying your own properties. If you bought properties for yourself, those are the numbers that most investors will want to hit. You know, because you're good at what you do, right, in terms of building your own portfolio. So that's cool. If you are new to uh, deal packaging, you haven't got your own portfolio, what you need is put together a little um, uh, display case, a little portfolio. I'll try not to use the word portfolio again, but I'll use it, right? <laughs> your own portfolio, right? A little folder uh, of why your town is a great place to invest. And it might be a great place to invest because you've got a, a large population and you've got a growing population. Uh, the population is going to be young and vibrant. They need accommodation. House prices historically have gone up over time. It's still cash flow. So the cost of purchasing can be covered. The cost of ownership can be covered by the tenants, the rent coming in from the tenants. You might be 47 minutes from a big city. So there's even more demand because people want access to the city and they'll need, they'll need a co affordable accommodation. And today, surprisingly, you know, you're only 47 minutes away from a big, big city, but house prices are surprisingly affordable relative to other places 47 minutes away from that big city. Everyone with me? Cool. Talk about employment. Talk about the lack of unemployment. Um, just talk about the great things of the city or town where you live. So if you're trying to find your area, your gold mine area, where you can find fantastic uh, properties to serve your investors, get them cash flow today, make them wealthy over time, have a think about what assets you have locally to you in terms of towns and cities. I hope this has been helpful. I hope you go and sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.